0: It's time for the Say Hey Podcast, your San Francisco Giants podcast for the real ones. Available on your podcast platform of choice, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. New episodes are released weekly. Follow on Twitter and Instagram at Say Hey Podcast and like our page on Facebook. is episode 32 of the Say Hey Podcast. This is Doug Hayes, aka Say Hey Doug. It is April 8th, 2021. I am riding solo tonight. Say Hey Rob is not available this evening, so I am doing something new. This is the first Say Hey Podcast that will be just me. So, uh going to be a little different, not going to lie, a little nervous because uh I have nobody to interrupt me and I don't mean that negatively, but uh someone to like give me a break and and I can regather thoughts. So, it's basically me talking tonight. Um so we're going to see how this goes. Uh the first week of giant baseball is in the books and A little bit up, a little bit of down. They are three and three. Uh, They uh, lost uh, two of three in Seattle to start the year, including that first game of the season where Kevin Gosman was dominant. Um, Giants were hitting home runs left and right. They had a good lead. Bullpen blew it. Um, They won game two behind Johnny Cueto and then lost game three behind spring training, uh, big name uh, Logan Webb. Uh, And then after that, they traveled to San Diego to uh, face the San Diego Padres, who have probably been the biggest team of uh, movement um, through the offseason. And what do you know? The Giants take two or three. They win uh, on Monday, three to two. Lose uh, game two that series, three to one on Tuesday and then yesterday behind uh, Kevin Gosman, another great outing behind him. uh, They win three to two in 10 innings. So through six games, Giants are six and six. Just want to remind you, um, if you are a new listener to the Say Hey podcast, we have had uh, a good amount of new listeners and we are very appreciative uh, for your support. Um, especially through Giants Shatter, shout out Giants Shatter on Facebook. Our uh, group is growing big time there. Uh, but again, just a reminder for you guys: we are not a preview and recap podcast. So if you're looking for us to like break down every game that's coming up or just finished, you know we're not the guys for you. What we're we'll summarize and stuff and kind of look forward to things, but we're not gonna go into too many details regarding recaps and uh previews so just a little disclaimer there uh and a heads up if you are new um so what we what i am going to do tonight though is i wanted to kind of look at the good and the bad i know we're only six games into the season 156 to go uh first off before i kind of want to get specifically into the giants I do just want to say that it is fantastic watching baseball on a daily basis in April. Um, I know we missed it big time, but it's just been fun. Um, The Giants are um, home tomorrow for the home opener against the Rockies. And we'll kind of touch that touch on that at the end, but uh, it's just exciting to see baseball back and just seeing sports be played in general. So I'm sure Rob would uh, share that sentiment with me. Um, You know, I kind of want to – let's start with the good. Um, Kevin Gosman uh, is my number uh, – there's no even list. He's just the first guy I put down as good um, for the Giants. Came out through really well against the Mariners. Um, The offense uh, uh, came up and backed him up as well, putting up a good amount of runs. Uh, They had a 6-1 lead in that game. Um, Unfortunately, the bullpen couldn't hold up, and Kevin Gosman uh, did not get a decision in that uh, season opener up in Seattle against the Mariners. But uh, he did uh, throw very well again yesterday against the Padres. Again, got no decision. But um, the great thing you're seeing with Kevin Gosman is this guy's throwing, you know – 96 97 consistently and then he's getting late into the games and he's you know tempering it down to 92 to 94 more for command issues uh or command purpose purposes I should say um but then you know if he needs to reach back and bring it a little bit maybe to to punch out a guy with two strikes he can reach back up and hit 95 96 again so kevin gosman's got a live healthy arm he obviously mixes in that splitter and He's been everything the Giants need him to be. Signed that qualifying offer for, I believe, eighteen and a half million to return to the Giants this season, and uh, he's done his part so far. Albeit two starts, thirteen and two thirds, uh, just a two earned, eleven strikeouts in those thirteen and two thirds, which is you know seven point two strikeouts per nine, which is not a fantastic number. But I think what he's he's doing there is he's not trying to overpower guys, and he's trusting his defense. And thus far, they're making plays behind him So, in just the three walks. So, Kevin Gosman, definitely a positive uh, up until this point for the Giants. Also, um, I mean, we can keep going with the starting pitching. Uh, I don't have him on my list, but I just want to say real quick, and I said this uh, the other day after this game because uh, Brooks, Chris, and I, did a post-game live reaction on Giants Chatter. Um, Johnny Cueto, uh, who will be thrown his second time tomorrow against the Rockies in the home opener, he went five and two-thirds, three earned, seven uh, strikeouts, three walks. But here's the thing. If Johnny Cueto is getting you into the sixth and he's only given up three runs um, at this point in his career, I'll take that from him. And the great point is he got to 105 pitches in that first start. So, if Johnny Cueto's going out there and giving you average starts at this point in his career um, in likely his last year with the Giants, I'd say that's a good thing. Um, I'm, I'm going to take it uh, in stride and, and say that's a good thing. Um, but I did really want to touch on Anthony D. Scafani and Aaron Sanchez as well. De Scaflani threw um, the first game against the Padres on Monday, five innings uh four hits just the one earned um wasn't gonna overpower you with stuff four strikeouts three walks but got up to 86 pitches in that start and the thing is is he never really got hit hard um so and you know a healthy anthony discofani you're gonna see him consistently hitting 94 95 miles an hour the curveball that night was really good um definitely another positive especially in this rotation of guys who have dealt with injuries in the past and are coming off a rough season like uh, Discofani was last year, which also leads me into Aaron Sanchez, who threw on Tuesday five innings, um, just the one earn, four strikeouts, no walks. And uh, he was consistently sitting about 92 to 93 miles an hour, um, But, man, his curveball is straight filth, uh, I said in the game thread on there, um, on Giants chatter. So, a healthy Aaron Sanchez, a healthy Anthony DiSclefani, we see what they're capable of. Their jobs are to keep the Giants in games. And if the Giants hit like they are uh, capable of, um, then these guys, if healthy, will be just fine. Uh, Another positive, I would say, uh, in these first six games – uh, excuse me is the power and you're seeing that uh, right out of the gate the Giants in the six games 11 home runs including three from Evan Longoria two from Buster Posey already who hit one in each of the first games including his first at bat uh, he went yard for for uh, the Giants so uh, it's great to see these guys in home runs already also uh, Darren Ruff you know the lefty specialist I guess you can say Um, when a lefty's on the mound Darren Ruff's likely going to be in that lineup and he's already uh, proven he can do that albeit just nine ABs three hits two of those have left the yard so uh, Darren Ruff definitely earning his pay when facing left-handed batters so um, yeah I would say overall the starting pitching um, you know has been really good and the power from Giants hitters has been really good. The Say Hey podcast is sponsored by Manteca Bedquarters. Whether you're located in the Bay Area or the Central Valley, head out to Manteca and visit Manteca Bedquarters for great rates on mattresses from Stearns & Foster, tempur and other top brands. Manteca Bedquarters also has bedroom furniture and bedding accessories. Located on the corner of Maine and Yosemite in Manteca, visit MantecaBedQuarters.com for more details. The bad, well, I was very vocal uh, this offseason as the Giants kept adding pieces to um, the bullpen. And... I just want to, I want to reiterate what I've been saying, especially the last few weeks, and I've been saying it publicly. This will be a good bullpen. I am telling you, it will be a good bullpen. But, you know, some people overreact, which I get. It happens. Um, but, you know, you got to look at the grand scheme of things. This is a 162 game season. There will be nights where You know, and and the Giants have a good lineup. There will be nights where uh, they don't score many runs, if at all. They will get shut out this year at some point. I guarantee it. But also, um, you're going to have nights where the bullpen struggles. And (laughs) it doesn't help when right out of the gate in game one of the season, the bullpen just absolutely falls apart. Uh, Like I said, Kevin Gosman was great, six and two-thirds, just a one run. Caleb Berger came in. This is game one um, of the season against the Mariners where they blew it and lost eight to seven in the 10th inning. Uh, Berger came in, th- got one guy out. That was fine. After that, new acquisition from the Twins, slider specialist Matt Whistler comes in, gives up three earned, doesn't even uh, get an out. Obviously, some of those were inherited from Berger, but still. Uh, and then Harlene Garcia gives up two earned. And so, You know, you're looking at the domino effect where things just, like, kept getting worse throughout that night. Bad night to start the season for the Giants' bullpen. But after that, they were pretty good. Uh, Game two, in which uh, they won 6-3, to you know, after Cueto went five and two-thirds, Peralta, Rodgers, and McGee came in and didn't give up anything. So, that was a positive. And then in game three, where they lost 4 nothing, Logan Webb uh, got to start that night uh he gave up three of the runs and then uh Whistler didn't give up anything in two thirds of an inning pitch. Uh Reyes Moranza went one inning where he did give up the other run, but then uh new acquisition Jose Alvarez goes an in inning, no runs. So not a bad night from the bullpen there either. So they're starting to get on a little bit of a rhythm. And then game one in San Diego. Um if I can get the box score up here, sorry. Uh you know, Di Scafani threw really well. And then Whistler comes in again. And, and we'll get to usage in a minute uh, from manager Gabe Kapler. But Matt Whistler comes in again, uh, gives up an earned run in just two-thirds of an inning pitch. But then after that, Berger, nothing. Maranta, nothing. Rogers nothing. McGee, nothing. And the Giants win that game 3-2. to two. And if you're, you know, I know Tatis got hurt earlier in this week in, in that game, actually. And, you know, they've been without um, Trent Grisham. uh, But this is still a very good um, Padres lineup. Very capable of scoring runs, even without um, a couple of their big bangers in the middle of that order. Um, And then the next night, Aaron Sanchez night. um, Maronta comes in after in the sixth. Nothing. Whistler comes in again. Two earned. Uh, then Peralta nothing, and then Garcia nothing. So you're looking at, you know, overall, besides game one of the season, uh, the bullpen hasn't been really that bad outside of, well, Matt Whistler. And the frustrating thing with Whistler is he was brought in to be, yes, that's that uh, slider specialist, like 84% use rate last year with the Twins. Um here's the frustrating thing he's already appeared in four of the six games and he's thrown one and two-thirds one and two-thirds in four appearances and that's implemented with the the three batter rule that's around in in modern day baseball so it just means he's not getting outs and the thing is is you got to be able to uh throw strikes and um you know he's He's not really doing that right now. And when he does, it's just way too good. It's way too good. So his, his numbers are just seriously inflated right now. Um, but I'm hoping the day off today, I'm hoping Kepler doesn't use him tomorrow. Um, and then he will be okay. You know, maybe by Saturday, kind of figure some things out, work with the pitching staff, work with Andrew Bailey, and he'll be able to write the ship as they say, um, Other than that, the bullpen hasn't been, like, too bad. I mean, Harleen Garcia's uh, struggled a little bit. Um, But, yeah, other than that, I think we can say safely for now, I I was a big advocate. I'm still not 100% sold on having a set closer. But Jake McGee has been good. He has been good in those um, opportunities. He already has two saves in two opportunities. So uh, 5K is one walking four and he's pitched. Um he's been he's been as as advertised as they say. So but the big question moving forward uh with this bullpen is when Alex Wood comes back and he threw yesterday in Sacramento in that satellite game um with the I'm doing the air quotes, you know, triple A team but it's not really. It's kind of just like that satellite camp. Um, and they played the A's. Uh, Alex Wood threw in it yesterday, threw pretty well. So he could be back up with the big club, I believe, uh, beginning of next week, uh, technically. Will he be inserted into the rotation? I'm not sure. I think if I were in charge, um, you know, he may be slowly inserted into the bullpen. I mean, because you have to give the guys that are, that are we're kind of on the fence of even making the rotation going in um Logan Webb had a great spring didn't have a great start out of the gate and I kind of touched on that in the last episode that like hey don't be handcuffed by spring results Logan Webb will have his struggles and he kind of did out of the gate um but you know he, he's gotta he's gotta have another shot to uh see if he can you know remember learn from his mistakes he did in the last game and and see if that changeup he worked on all spring is really going to be able to push him into the next level where he can stay in that rotation. So, uh, Logan Webb will probably stay in. Cueto is obviously going to stay in. Gosman's obviously going to stay in. So, that leaves Anthony DiSclafani and Aaron Sanchez, who both threw fairly well in their starts. And I would be kind of upset if they, you know, pulled them out of that. I want to see DiSclafani and Sanchez throw until they struggle. And um, because, you know, they're not getting paid a ton of money. But uh, if they're going to be an asset in the starting rotation, then you don't mess with that. And Alex Wood may be the odd guy out, but that needs to be up with the big club coming out of the bullpen, which, again, leads me to, um, you know, what they did coming out of camp. And that's the Giants chose to go with their eight relievers. You know, they have five lefties and three righties in, in that bullpen instead of doing the balance four and four act. Now, we've seen usage is what we're talking about here, and this is why uh, Tyler Rogers has been in four games already. Matt Wilson has been in four games already, and you have to interact. There has to be a fine line where Gabe Kapler is going to, um, you know, get a comfort with the bullpen regarding lefty-on-lefty matchups, righty-on-righty matchups. You have to factor in the three-batter rule. Um, And I think he's experimenting with that right now. And I said on Giants Chatter the other day in a post that although, you know, Kapler will make some questionable moves, we've seen it already. I saw it it yesterday in the San Diego game where they could have went Alvarez, who hadn't pitched since, I believe, last Thursday or something like that, last Friday. So, I'm sorry. It was Saturday, Last Saturday. Um, but he chose to go with Tyler Rogers again. And so he could be overthinking matchups. I just want to say this and I, I will, this isn't me defending Gabe Kapler. This is me saying, let's ride this out. We have to remember last year in a 60 game season. And I was pretty impressed with how quickly Kapler and staff figured this out. They, they were dealing with a bullpen, a bunch of no names, a lot of minimal experience um, going into the season at the major league level last year. And what happened was, was, you know, questioned usage questioned the amount of usage. And so out of the gate, the bullpen really struggled. But if you look at it, they were one of the best bullpens statistically in baseball for the last 20, 25 games. If you're figuring out how to use your bullpen after about 30, 35 games into a season, I would take that as a huge positive. And so I'm going to give the Giants the benefit of the doubt and say that's going to be what happens this year. You're going to see for most of April, if not going into May, probably the first 30, 45 games, you're going to see some questionable decisions that you'll be sitting on the couch, just like me, not agreeing with bullpen usage and you're going to yell to tv you're going to complain in our game thread on giants chatter and that's okay but it's going to happen we're going to disagree with some stuff but we're going to find out come realistically i think by june um where guys roles are in this bullpen and i think we're going to be okay with it i'm telling you as giants fans as, as a unit of giants fans we will be okay with it and um yeah, Whistler's going to figure things out. I'm still, still not 100% sold on Tyler Rogers, but I feel like it's inevitable. We're going to keep ge- seeing him get opportunities. So I hope he, I hope he does well. Trust me, I'm rooting for these guys. Um, it's been nice to see Reyes Maranta back in the rotation, or not in the rotation, in the bullpen. He's been in three games already, has given up a run. But the thing is, is you know he is coming off of surgery. He, uh, he used to be a 97 to 99 guy. Right now, he's a 93 to 95 guy. Um, more 93-ish, 94-ish than 95-ish, if that makes sense. But the thing is, is he's throwing strikes. Um, he hasn't struck anybody out, but he hasn't walked anybody either. So, to me, that means, you know, he's not trying to do too much. He's not trying to be the guy he was two years ago right now, hoping he can build that back up into a high 90s pitcher. Velocity wise. But Reyes Maranta is accepted right now. Hey, I'm throwing 93, 94. I'm gonna use it to the best of my ability. Uh mix in with a good uh slider going, running away from righties or into the back foot of a lefty. Um so I'm actually okay with what we've seen from Reyes Maranta right now. Um but just just so we're not, you know, going on and on, the bullpen will be fine, people. Trust me. I've been saying there will be a top eight to ten bullpen, not in the national league, but in major league baseball this season. I truly believe that. So um moving on to the bad of the offense, and we'll keep I I'll, I'll keep this quick. Um Mikey Stremski, Um he has struggled out of the gates. I know he did have that pinch hit home run the other day, which was huge. It was it was good to see that means that ha- that hand, because he was late scratched in a game the other day, but his hand's fine. He seems healthy for the most part. But he is struggling. Uh, 22 at-bats, only three hits, including that home run. Um, He struck out 10 times. Um, So he's hitting 136 right now, a 208 on-base percentage, and obviously just a 273 slugging. So Mike Yastrzemski, very much struggling right now. Um, But again, a lot of uh, really, really good baseball players come out of the gates struggling, and they will find things out. And get going. And I'm not really worried about Mikey Stremski. I know his work ethic is there. It's a guy that hustles, plays hard, very, all the cliches. Mikey Stremsky will be fine, um, and I expect him to have a good series uh, this weekend against the Rockies. Another one that has struggled. Well, you know I'm not shy saying it, it's Brandon Belt. Um, seven strikeouts in six games in his 13 at bats. Uh, you know, uh, he has one hit. Um, Belt is very streaky. Um, we know that. He deals with issues. We know he had an off season that included dealing with COVID, dealing with mono, also coming off of heel surgery. So, although I am one of Brandon Belt's biggest critics, um, I want him to succeed. I really do. But uh, not a good start for him to start off the year. I'm hoping he can get something going this weekend against colorado as well um so you know that's the bad those are my bad um for the offense uh another thing i wanted to touch on real quick um we won't go too much longer but um i have a question here on my schedule it says where's tommy lastella and i want to revert back to um i'd have to find him i apologize But we did two episodes, Rob and I did, with uh, other Giants admin, uh, Brooks Knudsen, and Steven Risotto, where we did a two-part platoon option lineup episodes, Um, and those were episodes 24 and 25 uh, on Say Hey Podcast, and you can get those wherever you get your podcasts, and Brooks gave his uh, lineup options for um, against lefties and Steven did against righties. And so, you know, we had even like, I, I'm pretty sure I may have these backwards, but I'm pretty sure it was Brooks said, Hey, if there's a lefty on the mound, we're sitting Brandon belt, our uh, Buster Posey. And uh, Steven said, well, there's a righty on our lefty on the mound. We're sitting Tommy La So So, um, and you know, I even, even one of my uh, buddies who, is a big ace fan um, Tommy La fan as well though just a professional hitter as he says uh, said you know that's ridiculous that's a guy that's going to play every day well you know he hasn't <laughs> and, and it's because uh, he's he did get scratched one day uh, but then ended up pinch hitting later in the game but Tom Stella is being treated as a platoon option and um, he's got six at bats so far in these six games. So um, you are really seeing um, the results of Gabe Kapler and Farhan Zaidi and Scott Harris and this front office uh, really embracing the analytics, the platoons, uh, matchups. You are seeing all that come to life now, even in these first six games. So, yeah, uh, if there's a lefty on the mound, at least right now, we may not be seeing Tommy Listella. So um, it is just something I wanted to pinpoint on. If you are interested in uh, hearing more about platoon option lineups for the Giants and, and they have kind of become a reality, go back to episodes 24 and 25 of the Say Hey podcast. Listen to those. Um, if Rob was on here tonight, we'd be doing our power rankings. We're going to be releasing those tomorrow. Um, when we do our power rankings, those are our top five uh, teams in Major League Baseball at the moment. Um, we did our week ones last week. You can find, find those, um, obviously, in last week's episode uh, or on all our social medias, including Giants Chatter. Interested in starting your own podcast? Then Anchor is the right platform for you. When it comes to creating a podcast and editing and producing, Anchor has all the necessary tools for you to have a top-notch product. Anchor also distributes to your favorite podcast platforms such as Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They even give you the opportunity to make money like we are right now just by having them as a sponsor. The best part? It's completely free to download and use. Download Anchor in the App Store or on Google Play and get your podcast started today. Um. But before I wrap up tonight, I just wanted to kind of again, and we're not—I'm not, not going to preview everything. I just want to kind of look ahead to these, to these next few games. Uh, the next week includes six games. They are at home. Uh, it's going to be fun to see the Giants have fans back at Oracle Park tomorrow. I believe. Do not quote me on this, but I thought I thought I heard something say there will be about was it eight to ten thousand people at Oracle Park. Um, allowed in at least so pretty cool Um, that they're gonna have a real fan element this year instead of just cardboard cutouts and stadium sound noise pumped into the (laughs) San Francisco air so uh, I think it's really cool it's good for baseball it's good for fans it's good for the players the players have even said from all over Major League Baseball they're extremely um, excited to have uh, fans back in the stands but Starting tomorrow, and this is uh, – it's all Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all-day games, um, 135 tomorrow, uh, Johnny Cueto against um, Austin Gomber of the Rockies, who uh, has had a start already. Um, Saturday, you will see Logan Webb against Chichi Gonzalez, and then Sunday, you will see Anthony Di Scafani against German Marquez. So um, – those are your pitching matchups for the Rocky series. Uh, you know, the Rockies are three and four right now. Um, obviously the big talk of them this off season was losing uh, Nolan Arenado. Um They don't, it's just an organization that's poorly ran. I mean, let's just be blunt about it. And they're, they're struggling, but you know, they're not horrible right now after a three and four start, but over a 162 game season, probably a team that, uh, you know, could end up being one of the worst in baseball. So the Giants at home, hopefully some excitement, uh, hopefully some warm San Francisco weather, the balls flying out of the yard for this team that has already hit 11 home runs through six games to start the season and hopefully an excited uh, Johnny Cueto. And then, Logan Webb uh, has a little bit of a re- redemption start, and Anthony DiScalafani proves that hey, I can put together back-to-back good starts. So I really like the Giants' opportunity to at least take two or three here. I know that sounds very uh, cliche, um, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna do something I hardly ever do, and I'm gonna predict a Giants sweep. And so after, Sunday night, about five o'clock, I'm gonna say the Giants are six and three, and we'll all be jumping for joy. Um, <laughs> But it doesn't get any easier. Monday, the red-hot Cincinnati Reds will be in town. The Reds are 5-1 to start season. But that's not really the surprise. The surprise is what their offense is doing. 57 runs through six games. They're averaging nearly 10 runs a game. Just incredible. So uh, Giants pitching uh, will have their hands full. Uh, with the reds uh beginning next week at home at oracle park um tuesday cool uh that game will be televised on espn nationally televised so we'll get to see kevin gosman and likely luis castillo so that's a heck of a pitching matchup um that i'm looking forward to tuesday so um i'm not really going to give a prediction on that red series i'm just kind of looking forward to this weekend with the rockies i say they sweep um uh, being optimistic so uh you know, we'll, we'll see what goes on from there, but it's been a fun week. Uh, Rob, I missed you tonight. I hope uh, you can join me on our next episode. Hey, make sure that you are joined on giants chatter. We had an incredible game thread yesterday that I wasn't even able to be a part of um, for a day game that, that finale match in San Diego, 475 comments. That's just incredible, especially for a day game and a newer Facebook group. So, Make sure you're joined on Giants Chatter. Um, The link is below in the description of this episode. Uh, Make sure you're subscribed to the Say Hey podcast, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. That's including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can find us anywhere. And also, just real quick, uh, if you're feeling generous, make sure if you are on Apple Podcasts, go give us a five-star rating. Leave us a nice comment. It really helps us out, pushes us up on the charts uh, for people to listen because, we want to be your fan uh, podcast that represents the Giants, the San Francisco Giants. And um, we've kind of partnered up with some other great podcasts within our Giants Chatter community that includes Torture Casts, uh, Splash Hits, Rizzo Casts. So, um, you know, we're really just trying to interact with you fans. It's a fan podcast. We are not professionals by any means. We don't get paid to. We didn't go to school to be journalists or anything to cover sports. but you know it's just we're having a blast and um we're just getting started and uh you know we're gonna be here for the long haul just like this 162 game season um so yeah we'll wrap it with that and uh until next time thanks for joining us for say hey go giants when the giants come to town it's bye bye baby every time